sell all this stuff. Well, I don't advertise it. So far, I didn't put any, I didn't monetize it so far. Rally France, tapes, you're going to start selling tapes. They don't do tapes anymore. That's ancient history. All right, let's get started. Yesterday was Daf Yud Ches, number 18. Today's number 19. And we'll get to the review of yesterday's Daf, and then we'll start today's. We are um, starting off at the... um, 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 so we're up to the top of the page, uh, Yud Ches today, reviewing no, 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 Yud Ches. To no, you're right, you're right. We're up to the... Right, we're starting at the line, Tenaihi. Tenai means there's a Machlokas Tenoim. This whole thing is a Machlokas Tenoim. What is the Machlokas Tenoim? The Brisa says... So again, where the question is, Gzar Din which means the decree of individuals, meaning... Is it possible, is it shayach for an individual, just a regular guy who has a decree against him and that decree is basically claiming that uh, that decree is basically claiming huh? is uh, the decree is basically saying Yo, something bad should happen to you and you pray your way out of it. That's the question. <laughs> Can you pray your way out of, a, out of a decree. That's the Shaila. So the Gemara says, um, it's Machlokas. Uh, Brisa. Uh, Rabbi Meir says that if two people, interesting, two people go up, same illness, they're same bedridden, same hospital, same doctors. And what happens? One, uh, and, and then there's two people being judged. Same judgment, same, same guilty, same everything. And one makes it out, and the other one's nebach loyalaini, as they say. Kridu, he didn't make it. Oh. And the same thing with one guy's. One guy gets uh, locked in jail for life. The other one's scot free. Why is that? This one was saved. This one wasn't saved. The answer is this one davened, and he was answered. This one davened, and he wasn't answered. I, why was difference. this one? That was the difference. Now the question is, well, why wasn't the other one answered? This one was answered. Because he dove in at what we call a tefillah shlema. Rashi explains, tefillah shlema means, it's a very strong term, nisgavin. He added kavona. With proper intent when he prayed, that's what makes all the effect, and that, then it's able to be answered. And the other one didn't have a tefillah shleima. He was distracted. He was thinking about all kinds of other things. He was thinking what's for dinner that night or whatever goes in our minds when in the middle of a, some reason in the middle of Shemad Esrei every cheshbon under the sun comes up. That's exactly what happened. Oh, this is Rameir Shita, which basically means that if you do it right, you can remove exartin. Oh, Rabbi Lazar says, no, one's before the exartin, the other one after exartin. That's the explanation. Rav Yitzchok says... Tsaaka is a very so nice he thing. He agrees with him, but accepts it. No, no, no. It's not agreeing. It's it's not agreeing. Who says he's agreeing? Maybe he's disagreeing. Well, the other one says that you have to dump them with Kavana. He's, he's, he's saying if it's after okay, the Kavana. When do you dump them Kavana? That's the thing he's, he's clarifying. That's. Listen. What do you think? You think I that? don't think so. I <laughs> think he's saying. How would you write in Hebrew with Akasha? Bet, bet. Bet, bet, kuf, shin, hey. Okay, but uh, but I, w- I I my read is is that after the Zardin, there's you know you could you could it's like yelling at a wall you know well, nice uh, try 
Nice try, but no cigar. That's what it means after the Xardin. We're not talking about whether you davened well or didn't daven well. Either way, it's only going to be able to be removed if, if, um, if it's the, before the Xardin. Once it's over, it's settled already. We're not, we're not so really looking at this so case. We're not going to open it up again. That's the read. Now, Rabbi Yitzhak says, Tsaaka is actually a good thing, whether before the Xardin or even after the Xardin. It's also always good. Now, what that means is, is that even though there's a decree, davening can help, can help in other ways. Maybe the decree will have to be there, but there's something that can be done that's going to get epis out of it that will save you from, from the, 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 it sweetens the judgment, basically. Okay, brings us to the next thing, which is the question on the Gzardin de Tibor. Is it true that they can be ripped up? But there's a possible that sounds like um, you can clean your Averis. And the other one says, no matter how much soap you're going to use, it's not the stain will remain. So what is the difference? One's before Gzardin, one's after Gzardin. So the Gemara says, I don't know. They're both after Gzardin. The difference is there's two kinds of Gzardin. Even within decrees, there's levels of decree. There's a decree that's been together with an oath that's not going away. And then there's a decree that's not attached to an oath and those can be torn up. Oh. So we give an example of a Gzardin with a Shvua and that was this Gzardin against Beis Eli. Beis Eli was the family of Eli. They did an Avera, Chafti and Pinchas, the sons of Eli. And because they were on actually a very high level, and what they did was, you know, not the worst of era for our standards, but for their standards, it was very severe. And therefore, nothing they could call of stam. It wasn't call of stam. Whatever, you know, the delaying of the minchas, you know, they didn't, the, the women weren't, um, you know, they weren't interested in bringing, you know, the cheaper carbonas. They were more focused on the ones that. Gave a nice, uh, you know, that's that's what it that's was. State, you know. So they pushed it off the women, and that was as if it was all. It was a considered a terrible thing. They only take the Kobe states. Well, yeah, they were they were they were focused more on the on the where there was a, a bigger 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 booster, right? With yeah. they're getting some meat, that's where they were more interested. Uh-huh. The ones that the women's, you know, uh, bird the bird offerings. What am I getting upset? Uh, you know, bones. one the uh, bones. It's all bones. <laughs> Uh-huh. So they used to push them off, and that was the women were late in returning to their husbands. Oh. It was tantamount to living with the women almost, and that's what the sin of the base alien. Anyway, bottom line is, Zeva Chomincha won't work for them. Rabbi says that, that although that is the oath and it stands, but it's not removable. But there was a hint in it. The hint is that it's not going to be removed with Zeva Chomincha, but with Taira, it could be removed. Bai says, Taira and Kamilus Chazodim it could be removed. And we have here two, um, two of the family of Beis Eli, Rabba and Abai. They both were able to somewhat mitigate the punishment. Rabba, uh, because he was Isaac and Taira, he merited to live 40 years instead of dying really young. All of them normally would die basically as young men. Uh, but he managed to live to the ripe old age of 40. Uh, relative, which is relatively impressive. But uh, Rabbi uh, Abaye, who, um, who he was actually an orphan. I don't know if you know, Abaye was an orphan from birth. One of the few people is basically, he never met either, either of his parents. His mother died in childbirth, his father died before he was 
born. born. Wow. Um, so he never met mm-hmm. either of his parents. Um, whatever, okay. His curse was pretty, like we said, it was pretty strong. Anyway, bottom line, he was Isaac and Torah, and he managed to live 60 years. Now, um, there was a family in Yerushalayim, Torah Gemara tells us, that the old, everyone was dying at age 18. So, so obviously, they had to marry really young, and it was not a good situation. So they told Rabbi Yochum ben Zaki, he says, you know, maybe, could be you're from the house of Eli, and therefore, here's my advice. Study, involve yourselves in Torah study, it'll give you a longer life. And sure enough, they did, and they lived, and they changed their name to uh, the family of Rabban Yochanan because it was thanks to him that, they, uh, that, they, that the family is still here. Um, Rav Shmuel bar Inyas, in the name of Rav, that how do you know, Gzardin of Tzibor, that it's never signed, sealed. What do you mean it's not sealed? Um, it is sealed sometimes. So the Gemara says, um, even if it is sealed, it can be torn up, and that's based on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kashem Elokeinu B'chol Kareinu Eilav. Ah, it doesn't the Pasuk say, Dir Shashem B'himatzah Ekru B'yosekarav? Not always. Is Hashem in that B'chol Kareinu Eilav? So it seems somewhat contradictory. So we explain this difference between a Yachid and a Tzibor. A Yachid needs to find the opportune time for Hashem to listen to his prayer. But for a Tzibor, it's always an opportune time. So the Gemara says, which then is, is the opportune time? That's the 10 days between, that's Mechuba, 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, that Hashem is listening to every individual's prayer, and that's the opportunity, and that's what the Pasuk, we have a Pasuk of novel that he died after 10 days. question is, what is the 10 days being singled out here? So Tupshat in Rav the son name of Rav, that has to do with the 10 meals that he fed, after David, so he did a good thing, he had a merit, and that gave him 10 extra days to live. The other Pshat is, is that it's the 10 days between Rosh and Yom Kippur that he had an opportunity, they gave him an opportunity to do tshuva. He didn't hop around that opportunity, he didn't take advantage of it, and that's why he died. Okay, next. Rosh Hashanah, we said everyone comes before God like B'nai Maron. What does B'nai Maron even mean? So we saw a few pshat, and one is, it's like sheep, that you pass through the gate one at a time to count the sheep um, for Maeser Behemah. Uh, Rish Lakish says it's like the steps of B'nai Maron, which was a very narrow passage and steep, and it could only pass one at a time. And Rabbi Yuda, it's like a trail. I don't know if you ever go mountain climbing on some trails. It's so narrow, you can't go two in a row, two together. You have to one at a time. Okay? And Rabbi Yuda said, it's like the armies of the house of David that also went single file. Okay, Rabbi Barbachan said, Rabbi Yechonon, that although each one is one individually judged, it, all it is, one glance from the Bainishalaylam, and they're all judged at this, you know, very quickly, in quick succession. As Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, it says, Hayotzer Yachad Libon, Hamevin Al-Kamasim. So what does that mean? Not what it sounds like it means, that Hashem forms everyone's heart as one, because all of our views are always different. Two Jews, like we explained, you know, two Jews is three opinions. But rather what it means is, Hashem, the Yotzer, who is God, he sees Yachad, sees as one, and all together as one, leap on their hearts, and he understands the full, he has a full taichab of every individual and where he stands and what he's, what he's all about, and he's judged at that moment. Okay. Now, the next Mishnah is talking about the times when, they, when the, the messengers were sent from Bezdin to go to all the different communities to tell them when Rosh Chodesh is. So there's six months where that's 
are very important to know when Rosh Chodesh is, and they send out the messengers. So they are Nisan, that's because we need to know what Pesach is going to be. Um, they go out on Av to tell you when Tisha B'Av is going to be. Elul, so you know when Rosh Hashanah is going to be, because that's going to be the beginning of Tishrei. So once you tell it Elul, so you'll know Rosh Hashanah from there. We'll see how that works. We're going to get more into this topic. Tishrei, in order to establish the holidays. And Kislev for Hanukkah. And Adar for Purim. So that's the sixth. While there was a base of Mikdash, there was also Iyar, because we needed for Pesach Sheni um, to know when Pesach Sheni is. So the question is, why not go on Talmud and Davis? After all, we have Shivas and Not Then they had not Shivas and Betamus, they had the ninth day of Talmud um, and um, Asar Betavis. So that's the question. So the Gemara explains um, that actually interesting thing. Rav Chana Barbizan said in the name of Shem Chasida that when the Pasuk says Koyimar Shem Tzvois, the Tzayim Haravi, Tzayim Hamishi, Tzayim Hashvi, and Tzayim Hasiri will be for the house of Yudah for a time of joy and glad tidings because <laughs> instead of because since it's the Beis HaMikdash was rebuilt so therefore they, well, it flips from a bad day to a happy day okay so um, that's the, the so and uh, basically while it was there's peace meaning the Beis HaMikdash is built so then it'll be a day of joy if there's no peace then it's a fast day and Rav Papa explains that there's actually three levels. When there's peace, so then it's actually a day of joy. When there's uh, decrees against the Jewish people, we're in a bad situation, so then there's fast days. If there's no decrees, but we're not with the base of Mikdash, so then they're like optional, optional fast days. Ratzu misanin, ratzu misanin, so that it's up to us, and therefore it's not the end of the world mm-hmm. if they don't know when uh, Tisha B'av, when, when not Tisha B'av, when the other um, fast days are going to be. Ah, uh, what about Tisha B'av? So then put Tisha B'av also in the same boat. The answer is since there's so many bad things that happened on Tisha B'av, that was no still option. around, that, but they didn't give you, they didn't make it optional. And that's what we said, what happened on Tisha B'av, the Bayis Rishon and the Bayis Sheni were both destroyed. Beitar was conquered and the city was plowed under. These are the things they, that took place on Tisha B'av. Now, um, we saw an interesting, once we mentioned this pasuk of Tzom HaRavi, Tzom HaChamishi, so Reb Shimon said that there are four things that uh, Rabbi Kiva, my Rabbi and myself, we differ in how to touch up the pasuk. And um, one of them is this pasuk. The Tzom HaRavi, according to, Reb, according to Rabbi Akiva, is the ninth day of Tammuz when the city was breached. The Tzom, uh, and that was because that's in the fourth month, and in Tammuz, the 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 um, and quoted the pasuk to that effect. Um, the Tzoma Hamishi, that's Tisha B'av, because that was in the fifth month in Av, and it's called Hamishi because it's the fifth month. The Tzoma Hashvi is is Gimel Tishrei because that's the Tzoma Gedalia. That's when Gedalia Ben Achigum was killed. He was killed by Ishmael Ben Asanya, and this teaches us that as bad as the Shreifa of the destruction of the base of Mikdash is. The death of the of the righteous of the tzaddik is also as as terrible for us, and it's called shvi because it's in the seventh month. And the asiri is asar b'teves because that was when the king of Bavel surrounded Jerusalem and um, laid siege to the city, um, and that is the um, and it's called asiri because it's in the tenth month. Now, timeline wise, 
the tenth month one should really have been first because that obviously you can't have this the Yerushalayim basically destroyed before the city was laid siege to right and chronologically that was first so why was it written first because it's just going in order of the months that's how Rabbi Kiva learns so Rabbi Shimon disagrees and he says that the Tzoma Siri is actually the 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 last one is the fifth day of Tebes. What's the fifth day of Tebes? That's when they got the news that the city was destroyed. And they made the day of the news like the bad day. And that's the and that's and that's the idea. Um and that's why and then according to him it's it's it is actually chronological because that that news didn't come till till much later. They didn't find out the, that was when the person, the escapee, made it from Yerushalayim to Bavel, and he and he brought the the, the sad news. Um, anyway, he likes the fact that it's chronological better. Um, next, we saw a machlokes. Rav and Rav Chanina on one side says that the Megillah's Tainus is is no longer relevant. Megillah's Tainus is a Megillah that lists specific days for various holidays that were instituted by the rabbis. And on those days, it's forbidden to fast. Um, any other day you could fast, but not these days, okay? Uh, right, and, um, and then um, that's called Megillus Tainus. And they, it's no longer relevant to Megillus Tainus. You're allowed to fast all of those days. It's not a problem. Rabbi Yochan and Shub and Levi both agree that the Megillus Tainus is still around. Well... Um, what, 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 how, how do, what's the logic behind these two opinions? So Rav and Rebchinina feel that just like we saw that the fast days, once the base of English was built, became days of joy, so the happy days, while the base of English was around, after the destruction of the base of English, they, 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 they are no longer days of joy, and therefore you're allowed to fast on them. Okay, so that's their svara, and, Rab, and Rabbi Yochum and Yeshua ben Levi says it doesn't work that way. Whatever was attached to the binyabis and megdash, you're right. Whatever is nothing to do, so it's a day of joy regardless. It's something unrelated to the Beis megdash that was their period of joy. Okay, and therefore it was never negated. Um, now, uh, Rav Kana Estakasha, it says that they made a decree one time, the Chazal uh, that uh, the people. Um, had whatever, some sort of cause, and they decided to make a fast day on Hanukkah. And both Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua basically flaunted against their decree. Uh, Rabbi Yezer bathed on the day, Rabbi Yeshua took a haircut on that day, and, um, and they told them, and they told the people that you, you did wrong for, for establishing a fast day on Hanukkah. It's a day of, you're not allowed to make fast days on Hanukkah. And um, you have to, like, sort of repent for having fasted on Hanukkah. Um, so isn't Hanukkah one of the, the, the holidays mentioned in Megillus Tainus? The answer is yes, it is, but it's on a different level than the others. It's, uh, there's a mitzvah attached to it, so therefore it's uh, relevant even after the destruction of Beis Megdash. So Abai says, so forget the, forget the holiday, forget the mitzvah attached to the holiday. So my answer is that since Hanukkah had such a, a presuming nisa attached to it, had a, a, public, a publicizing of the miracle, of the oil, so therefore the holiday remains even though the base of Middash was destroyed. Okay. Took us to the next story. Rav Acha Barhuna said that on the 30th of Tishrei is a holiday because that's when they established that there's no writing Hashem's name in documents. Now, how did this, this whole situation come about? 
because the Greeks made a decrees all against the Jews. One of them was that you can never mention God's name anywhere. No writing, no speaking. I don't want to hear God's name you know, out of your lips, right? That's their uh, upon terrible punishment, okay? So they were frustrated by that. Once the Chashmanim won, so then they said, oh yeah, you said we're not, now we are going to write it all over the place, okay? And therefore, on their documents, even a debt, a document of debt, like a minor IOU note, they would write when the date was, in this and this year of of Yochanan Kayan Gadol Lekel Elyon. So they threw in God's name in, in the document. Mm-hmm. When the Chacham heard about it, they said, that's not such a good idea. Because what's going to happen as soon as this document's paid off? So they take it up, crumple it up, throw it in the garbage. Throw it in the garbage, it has Hashem's name in it. That's not a good thing. So this is, so they, so they appealed to the people to drop this minhag. And the miracle of miracles was is that it did get dropped. Okay? The people stopped writing their, their documents that way. And they, the rabbis felt that the fact that something like that was able to, that they actually, they, listened, listened to the they actually listened to the rabbis, they were so shocked that they made it into a yantif. Even I yeah. Right, it's a yantif. It's a yantif. <laughs> if that's okay, taka, simcha, no, the So the Gemara says, here's the kash, if Megillah's tainus is batla, so then what are we going to make new, uh, m- new, uh, uh, new fast days? You're going to make new ones? So the Gemara explains it. Here's how it works. Okay. Um, so um, the Gemara explains that we're talking about here is that while the Beis HaMikdash was around, this was a holiday. Not that they're making this into a new holiday after the Beis HaMikdash. So Gemara says, what do you mean? This was a holiday only during the time of the Beis HaMikdash? But there was already a holiday during the time of the Beis HaMikdash, because every fast day that was for the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash became a holiday during the time of joy, during the, Beis, during the time of the Beis HaMikdash, because it was the day of Gedal ben Achikam's death, that now that the Beis HaMikdash is rebuilt, it sort of like reverses that day as being a sad day. So the Gemara answers, the, by making it into a holiday, that makes the day before it a holiday as well. And the Gemara says, but isn't that day before it a day after Rosh Hashanah, uh, which is the day after Rosh Chodesh? So the Gemara explains that Rosh Chodesh is the Arisa, and any the Arisa doesn't need strengthening. Only rabbinic holidays need strengthening, and that's what we explained in the Brisa, that uh, these days are written in Megillus Tainus, they're forbidden both before and after in fasting. And but Shabbos and Yom Tif, you can fast on a Friday or on a Sunday. It's not a problem, because the difference is one's Divrei Torah, Divrei Torah does not need chizuk, and one's Divrei Sofrim, Divrei Sofrim do need chizuk, and that is where we left off. We're looking down on the test, and we'll stop.